Thank you for joining us on the Leading in the Light podcast, the place where vision, heart, and spirit connect to help you awaken your purpose, liberate your greatness, and stand more fully in your light. Now here's your host, transformational coach, author, speaker, and intuitive, Les Price. Well, welcome back, everybody, to this episode of the Leading in the Light podcast. And today, I must admit, I've actually got something a little bit different for you. You see, over the last few weeks, I've been starting to delve into exploring this realm of how do we access our extraordinary consciousness? How do we tap into that true element of who we really are and the ability to shape our destiny, the results that we experience in our life, and how we can actually use thought energy to manifest our desires. And today I want to share a technique that I've actually been using for a number of years. It was a powerful tool and technique that I learnt in the early 80s. And it revolves around a simple glass of water. At the start of this new year, I made a commitment to myself to do a detox and a two-week cleanse using Ayurveda, the old ancient traditions of healing and restoration with natural food and substances. I knew at the time that one of the things that I was lacking in my life was actually drinking enough water. This water that we need to hydrate ourselves and our body to keep our mind active. And so over the last month, I've actually been listing down each day how much water I've been drinking and reminding myself that it's important to get that water intake in. But you know, water in its own self is one of the driving forces of nature. It was even renowned as being so by the legendary Leonardo da Vinci. But sadly, on a physical level, many of us simply just don't get enough water in our diet and in our day. It's the one element that when we consume it helps improve our overall metabolism, helps clean out all the toxins and actually rehydrates our skin. And even a 10% increase in hydration to the brain increases our ability to optimize our functioning, our thinking, and our intuition. But what if there was a way that we could harness the energy of water and use it to improve the quality of our lives? What if there was literally a way to reprogram our consciousness on a daily basis that it would allow us to attract, create, and realize the results we really want? And all it required was five minutes a day and a simple glass of water. So stay tuned in this episode as I share more and I encourage you to take up this 21-day challenge practice that will literally revolutionize your own life. It's often been said that our bodies are actually made up of almost 60 to 70% of water. In fact, the brain and the heart have often been recognised as having up to 73% of water, while the lungs have 83% and the skin is often up to 64% water. Water has the amazing capacity to hold energy. It's a transmitter and receiver of energy and consciousness, and it literally shifts with our own state and energy of being. But what's important is that over the last 20 years, investigation into quantum research and into the quantum field has found that our thoughts literally have power. That the moment we set an intention for a particular goal or a particular direction in our life, that the energy within us, including the element of water in our body, literally changes. 
As our thoughts change, our body and mind change with it. You know, as human beings, we have an amazing capacity to create. It's one of the things that literally sets us apart from the animal kingdom, from the cats and the dogs and the trees, is that we as human beings can create an intention to make a change or a shift in the direction of our life. And simply by holding that intention, we set a new direction and a new path. How powerful is that? That the moment we begin to conceive of a new purpose, a new direction, a greater vision, that that prefrontal cortex begins to attract to us the people, places and situations that are part of our destiny. There's been a great body of research done over the last 20 years into the power of water. Russian scientist and researcher Anna Popova even created a documentary on the basis of water being the great mystery, where key scientists from around the world who studied the energy of water and the field of water actually revealed that water specifically could carry a footprint or even a memory on a molecular level. Even medical doctor and immunologist Jacques Bonaviste recognised as the father of homeopathy that if any substance is actually diluted in water, the water still has the ability to carry the memory of that substance, even if the molecules of that added substance are no longer present. So what we're finding is that water is a transducer and a receiver of information actually responds to the consciousness of the people around it. That by focusing our energy and intention on energizing water for a particular purpose can create a result and shift the energy of that water. So how can we harness this energy? Well, what I'd love to do is just share with you a small story that I think demonstrates just how powerful our own energy and consciousness can be. Many years ago, I came across a great book, which was back in the 1980s that really opened my mind to this concept of how our thinking, how our thoughts can influence our own lives and destiny. And funny enough, this book was actually called The Secret Life of Plants, written by two authors, Peter Tompkins and Christopher Bird, who basically in the 60s and 70s began to do work with lie detection equipment, equipment that was only being used at that time by the CIA as lie detection. And instead what they decided to do was to hook up these lie detectors to a number of plants. Interestingly enough, the moment they hooked these detectors to the plants, the plants could almost sense people who entered the room. In fact, one person who had actually destroyed a plant early in the day, as soon as he entered in the room, that lie detector went crazy. It was almost as though another plant could actually pick up the energy of this being and realise that it was a threat. One of the greatest stories, however, that really blew my mind was the similar research they did with a couple who had actually travelled away for a weekend. This gentleman actually had a greenhouse of plants that his wife simply adored. So what he decided one day was that he would treat his wife by hooking up all of these plants to a simple piece of equipment that would allow these plants and their energy to sing. It converted the electrical frequency of how the plants were feeling at any one time in that greenhouse into beautiful sounds. One weekend, the couple decided to travel away to another state, and they had a young friend stay over and look after their house. In the middle of the night, at almost two or three in the morning, 
all of a sudden these plants in this greenhouse started to go crazy. Sounds were emanating, music was playing as these plants in the greenhouse were picking up on the energy of something else that had been connected. Not fully understanding why this was, the scientists decided to really do a bit more of an investigation. What they found out was that the two owners who had taken that weekend away were making love at that same time at two or three in the morning. How did these plants pick up on this energy? How were they connected? Well, we know that everything is connected by energy. We know that within every cell of every organism, whether it's innate or whether it has life, is connected through consciousness. So the moment we begin to set an intention, the moment we begin to focus our energy on what we want to create, the moment we begin to stand in a space of gratitude or hold a space of compassion, we open up to this consciousness that is creative and brings forth what we are actually emanating. In other words, we attract what we think and we become what we think. So what was the impact of this research and the connection with this and the field of medicine on the energy of water? Well, let's take a look and find out a little bit more. In 2004, the Japanese businessman, researcher and author, Dr. Masaru Emoto, started to do research which he consolidated in his book, The Hidden Messages of Water. Dr. Emoto, who had actually been investigating water and consciousness, found that if he could take water in a sample and have someone around it send the energy of love to one sample, that when frozen, the crystals in that sample of water turn into beautiful snowflakes and beautiful symbols with perfect structure. Whereas another sample of water, where somebody had actually sent negative thoughts, thoughts that were simply not of the highest vibration, that often the molecules that had been frozen and looked at under a microscope were fragmented. In the same way, Dr. Emoto played with the energy of music. To one sample, he played rock music, which was loud and distracted and fragmented. And that's what happened to the crystals in the water for that sample. They also appeared broken, unstructured and fragmented in their own right. To another, he played beautiful classical music that moved the soul. And again, these crystals began to take on an energy of complete wholeness, fulfillment and divine perfection. What he surmised from this research was that our consciousness has an impact on the energy of water. But importantly, what we've realised in medical research, that if our bodies are made up from anywhere from 60 to 83% water, and our cells are literally being bathed in neurotransmitter, that any time we have a thought, whether it be positive or negative, we're actually impacting the cells of our body. So how can we begin to make a change with this? How can we begin to start to understand the power of prana and energy in our body? Well, Dr. Emoto related to this energy as being Hado, or the consciousness that is held in matter. What we realise, and for many ancient indigenous traditions, is that the energy of prana is vital. In fact, what's been discovered in many countries is that due to our farming practices that have involved using lots of pesticides, and taking the nutrition out of the soil and not replacing it, that many of our vegetables and foods that are farmed off the land have actually lost their vibration 
they're lost their energetic potential and power. Using breath work and using Karelian photography, what we understand is that everything has an energy towards it. And when this vibration is there, and when it is held in a high place of vibration, it has power. So how can we begin to tap into this? Well, if we want to increase the element of our consciousness, we need to bring in a higher way of setting our intention. Greg Braden, the researcher scientist, who has written many books on the study of consciousness and thought and prayer, said it well when he began to study the way that ancient traditions prayed. What he realizes is that in the Western world, when people pray, it's often like we treat the universal source or God like a vending machine. And we say, dear God, please help me solve this problem. Dear source or universal spirit, please help me create more money. But in indigenous traditions, they often used a different form of prayer. Instead of praying for something that they didn't have, they instead held a prayer of gratitude. If they wanted rain, they prayed as though the rain had already come and gave prayers of thanks and gratitude, saying, thank you, divine source, for this rain that has come down and fed our crops. What we need is a shift. What we need is to go back to source. What we need is to start to set our intentions from a place as though they have already been manifested and created. In that example that I shared earlier, of that wonderful book, The Secret Life of Plants, I remember when I read that book thinking, gee, there must be something more to this. How can I test this? So I simply did this little experiment, and please forgive me up front, because in this experiment, one particular plant was a little injured, but it was part of my research into understanding how our thoughts impact our lives. Because when I read that story, I decided to get two plants from a nursery that were exactly the same. And for three weeks, I simply fed the two plants water. But one plant, I gave it energized water. Water that I'd held in my hands, I'd actually prayed over, I'd set an intention for growth, for success. I could actually see and imagine this plant growing strong and healthy. And by energizing and holding that water and simply feeding the water to that one plant, whereas with the other plant, I simply just gave it normal tap water without any intention. The result was quite amazing. Within three weeks, that plant I'd been actually sending that energy had grown almost 25% more. Its leaves were more vibrant. Its leaves were more alive. It's almost like I could feel its energy and prana already within it. It convinced me that thoughts have power, that water can be used to heal, and water can be used to set a state of consciousness. So you're ready to learn a simpler technique that you can begin to apply today to start to use the energy of water to start to shift your own results, your own consciousness? Well, in a moment, I'm going to share that with you. So if you're ready to get started, all you're going to need for this little experiment, and I'd like you to try this for the next 21 days. 21 days has been found to be the optimum time that's needed to form a habit. But at the same time, by doing this each day and just allocating a simple five minutes to this practice, 
You can think of it as a spiritual practice or a purposeful practice for your own being. Hopefully at the end of that 21 days, you will start to notice some amazing results. So all you need to do is, whether you do this in the morning or before bedtime, is simply get yourself a glass, and yes, make sure it's a glass and not plastic, and make sure to fill it up with water so that you've got almost like a cup full. And then all I want you to do is to simply take that glass and hold it between your two hands. Close your eyes and go within. And as you do this, I want you to just begin to acknowledge the energy of this water and thank the universe for providing us with water that fills our heart and soul, that keeps us alive, that keeps us hydrated. And into this water, as you begin to bless this water, I'd like you to then to start begin to think about what it is you most want to create. If it's about having and allowing new fulfilling relationships, see those taking place and give thanks and gratitude for these relationships already having taken place. If it's about health and vitality for your own body and spirit, imagine seeing the cells of this water being filled with that energy as it goes into your body and cleansing and healing and bringing restoration to your entire physical being. If it's about creating new levels of financial wealth or clients or customers, then imagine what it would be like right now with your eyes closed to already have that in place. Give gratitude for these people who are turning up in your space, for the new clients who are calling, for the new income that comes into your account, for the bed and for all of the house and all the bills that are taken care of so easily and give thanks to that. And as you begin to imagine this, I want you to then just imagine your perfect ideal life as though you are in this place where everything is just flowing with grace, with ease and lightness, where you are fulfilled on all levels, where you're doing your work purposely and with purpose in the way you are meant to be doing it. And as you hold the energy of this between your hands, begin to just imagine a light force emanating from the palms of your hands, flowing through the glass and into the water, and blessing and energising every cell of that water. You might even begin to see the colour of that water change. You might see it take on a new vibration, a higher energy, And finally, as a way of just blessing this water even further, simply take the glass in your hands, raise it up almost so that the glass is touching the middle of your forehead, the third eye, and begin to send an energy wave of intention from your mind, from your soul, from your spirit, through your mind, through your third eye, and allow the energy to flow straight into that water. And just trust in this moment, this water holds this blessing. And when you're ready then, you can simply put your glass down, open your eyes, and then simply begin to drink the water. Being very present and conscious as you acknowledge that water entering your being and becoming one with your intentions. And then just simply allow the consciousness of this energy to do its work within You might find if you do this practice before bed, you might just drink half your glass of water and the other half in the morning. But you'll find that you'll have dreams that awaken you to new inspiration, new thoughts, new energy. You might find during the day that people start to turn up in your field, that you get phone calls from customers or clients or people 
that maybe have been part of your intention. Begin to notice the change in your own energy over these 21 days as you simply take 5 minutes each morning or evening to bless your own spirit, to fill yourself to hydrate with amazing water and energy and to become one with what it is you want to manifest. So are you ready to take up the challenge? Are you ready to play with this 21-day consciousness challenge around a simple glass of water? As I've mentioned, water has a tremendous capacity to carry energy, to carry consciousness and to heal. We often underestimate it. In fact, it was the legendary martial artist Bruce Lee said, you know, as human beings, we're often too rigid. We often try to control everything. We should simply be like water. Because when you lift up water in your hands, it simply moulds to the shape. It flows in the way that it needs to without force. The great author Margaret Atwood also said, you know, water does not resist. Water flows. When you plunge your hand into it, all you feel is a caress. Water is actually not a solid wall. It will not stop you. But water always goes where it wants to go. Remember, you are more than half water. If you can't go through an obstacle, then simply go around it because that is what water does. I hope you'll play with this little consciousness exercise. Make sure to let me know of anything you notice over the 21 days as you begin to embrace setting these new intentions, bringing in the energy of prayer in a powerful way, starting to bring in the water and hydration into your body as a life force of prana that your body desperately needs, especially in this world that is so diminished of energy. And then pay attention to the life force that begins to flow through you. Enjoy this process. I will look forward to connecting with you on another podcast session. And yes, please remember to let me know how you've gone with this exercise and to also subscribe to make sure you receive our future episodes of the Leading in the Light podcast. You've been listening to the Leading in the Light podcast with Les Price. For more information about Les and to receive your free 21-day Unleash Your Inner Brilliance online program, make sure to visit www.lesprice.com or join the global community at www.thegreatnessconnection.com.